Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our episode 111. 111. What are you two freaking opening your mouth for? You're so good at this. You're so smooth. It's so what is it? flawless. Smooth yeah, smooth operator. Smooth <laughs> operator. You've yeah. not taken Carlos a leaf Sainz. out of Carlos Sainz's book. Anyway. No, Mr. What was it? <clears throat> he won Singapore, didn't he? Uh-huh. Carlando won too. We'd love to see it. Oh, wait. Um, Does that mean yeah. Verstappen didn't win something? Yeah. Yeah, it was sick. It was still boring. I'm not going to lie. I did watch it in yeah, between BSB races and it was like... Of course. Mm. Mm, you, had the, you need the BSP to spice it back up again. Yes, it, it was good Tommy timing. Tommy Bridewell doing his stuff and then... Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Thoughts? Mm. What happened? Right, yeah. so safety car was out and he just kind of was like... He didn't, as far as I'm aware, he didn't do anything like illegal. It was just a bit like... He just slammed uncouth. the brakes on. Yeah, it's the rule like state. uncouth, right? Or, or what? Um, but then he got a penalty, so, so surely he did something. There wrong. is a rule mm. that states you can't ride dangerously or too slowly oh. behind the safety car. And Tommy basically just, he, yeah, he as he said in his Instagram thing today, yeah, let the throttle off. And the data proves that apparently. And then just absolutely went for it afterwards to try and gain like a second on everybody else. If you get the jump, once our safety car goes in, you can gain a second like... It's like taking candy off a baby, you know, like so fast. So he was basically trying to do that, but slowed down too much to the point where it nearly caused a five or six rider pile up. I think mm. it was Ryan Vickers who had to make take evasive yep. action, nearly slamming into the back of Lee Jackson. And it just caused absolute carnage. Yeah, it was wild. And then Tommy lost, yeah, Tommy lost the victory for it and got demoted from first to sixth. Proceeded to then wave uh, the one single-fingered salute uh, to the box, you know, the, like the commentary box or whatever, the tower, mm. the control tower, that's it, that Stuart Higgs and all that occupies, and just basically was just doing middle fingers around the cooldown lap as well, and then did a very interesting interview as well, where he just talked a lot of smack. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see that. You're better off not seeing it, to be honest. Right. Mm. Um... The, so oh, the social media comments, either side, have been nuts. Like, Higgs, Glenn Irwin, and Tommy Bridewell have got all sorts of malarkey. People are, like, having an argument saying that Tommy have done nothing wrong, has done nothing wrong, and then you've got other people saying Glenn Irwin's a scumbag, and you're like, what is going on? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, based on what the rules are, I do, I do still think that Tommy deserved the penalty mm. that he got it was a bit irresponsible i do understand on the flip side that he sort of thought you know the riders behind him should be anticipating his actions and should be more yeah. aware of their surroundings which okay yes if you've watched the onboards as well you can see how quick it was i don't my reactions wouldn't be good enough to start breaking no. in time and you know for some people it was just that split second of oh my god all of a sudden Tommy's there and you just don't expect him to be there sort of thing um I do definitely see both sides I see both sides between Glenn and Tommy as well um I just think that all Tommy needed to do was go look I deserved the penalty I hold my hands up I did wrong but at the end of the day I still won the race and you know it is a bit annoying yeah. now to get the the win taken off me but I'll take the penalty and I'll come back in two weeks in Donington and and win yeah, and, and, and prove myself and the whole I'll let my race and do the talking let it actually do the talking that's all he had to do just hold his hands up and go look yep I maybe don't agree with it but I'll take it on the chin and I'll see you guys in two weeks 
But obviously, heat of the moment, that's not what happened. But no. it's easy to say that's what he should have said. Yeah, and the, the end of the day, hindsight is a beautiful thing. Hindsight's twenty twenty, as they say. Um, yeah, it was interesting because he basically it's on the straight. There's like a long straight section heading towards that corner where Tommy. It's like the last corner, and then you come up the hill onto the start straight. And he basically gunned it down the straight, absolutely blasted it. He said he wanted to keep the temperature in his tyres and things like that. And so obviously, because he blasted down the straight, of course everyone's going to follow him because yeah. they want to yeah. stay within that time but then because tommy let the let the gas off a lot earlier than anticipated the riders behind him have gone from going 100 percent to 20 percent. and yeah of course you got to anticipate that but in the same way you people aren't mind readers either no it was something to do with the safety car though because i think the safety car has to be fully into the pits you have to be five meters behind it i think yeah, yeah tommy because didn't wasn't it the other year god it may have been last year it was like ride and all that just drove past the safety car whilst it was on track still yeah there was an incident because i'm not sure what it was but the commentators were talking about it so a lot of people then sort of took it as um tommy was catching up to the safety car way too much and if he'd kept on the pace that he was at he would have got a penalty for overtaking the safety car before the safety car i think it has to cross the white lines into the pits before you're allowed to pass it and if Mm. he was going the way that he was going he would have got a penalty because he would have overtaken the safety car. But he then took, obviously, quite quick a phase of action and slowed down way too much. And, yeah, the riders behind are thinking, oh, he's away here. So they're following him. And of course, going to try and follow him, yeah. Yeah. But I'm just glad no one fell off because that would have been worse if That'd that had happened. Horrendous. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been really bad. It would have been a multi-rider pile up i think i think um, a lot of people would have been mad as well rather than just the two the two at the top <laughs> yeah just a little bit but very interesting weekend nice to see glenn and tommy on top step of course in respect to paul bird who obviously tragically lost his life the other week a legend of the motorsport paddock not only in bsb but in MotoGP as well when he ran Michael Laverty and Brock Parks on the PBM machines back in the day, the CRT bikes, uh, obviously the Macau GP, the Alaman TT, the Sunflower races as well. Anything you can think of that's got a motorcycle in it, Paul Bird's been in it. He's even done car racing as well. Yeah. So he's he's been in there and everywhere. So it is nice to see. And they had a lot of his BSB championship winning bikes in the paddock as well. Shaky Byrne was there. He'd won at least two Sorry for not knowing exactly how many he won for BABM, but it's at least two. One with the Cowie, one with the Ducati titles for PBM. So Josh Brooks won one for PBM. So did Scott Redding. It's just nice to see everybody turning out for him, really. Yeah, definitely. It was a nice tribute when everyone was on the grid. Mm. I don't know if people have seen the pictures, but that was nice. So I'm hoping that as much as the rivalry is fun to watch on track, I hope it doesn't turn too sour and that the two guys can just think of you know, this is for Paul more than anything else. Hmm. That's it. I mean, you've got two guys fighting for the championship. Who are our teammates? Yeah. yeah. And the championship leader swapped multiple times. And we're going to the showdown now as well. Yeah. So it's just going to get spicier and spicier. And it's going to be actually very interesting to watch, I I'm think. I'm so excited. It's Glenn leads by 0.5 points, by half a point. Wow. Really? Half a point. I did yeah. not love it. Half a point. <laughs> Excellent. That's unreal. Uh, have they done the 
Yeah, because this was a showdown now, wasn't it? Is that right? The points are funny. I don't understand the points. I didn't no. realise. 35 points a win now, isn't it? Yeah, but second is right? place is like three points behind that or something. Yeah, so for most of the year, it's been 25 for a win and 22 for second, which keeps it nice and close at the top. Yeah, um, yeah so I think... I'm not sure how the showdown's working at the moment. I but... know it's funny points because... Well, I don't know exactly, yeah. but Glenn led after race two with 3.5 points, but then after Tommy won the third race, Glenn mm. led by half a point now going into Donington. Right. So there's three points in it, first and second place. Yeah, and then at Brands Hatch, so I've got it here. So it's all just a bit confusing, to be honest. But there's title contenders. There's... Glenn Irwin first, Tommy Bridal second, 0.5 points back. Carl Ride third, 60.5. Leon Haslam fourth, 77.5. Lee Jackson and then Jason O'Halloran. At Brands Hatch, there's three races and each win has 35 points available with second with 30. Then the third, 27, fourth, 24 and so on and so forth. The chasing pack which is any rider within 180 points of the current standings leader going into Donington, which is the next race, can still become champion. And that's Brooks, Iden and Vickers. But they are only eligible to score 25, 22, 20. But that's not for the showdown finale at Brands. It's all a bit confusing. To yeah, it's really like, confusing. I can't say that's cleared much up for me, if I'm honest. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Mm. it's all yeah they have made a graphic for it it's just it is still a bit confusing even reading it out i'm a bit like huh? mm. bsb i like bsb though because they'd like do these things like a few years ago it was if you started from last and won the race you won like 20 grand or something like that there was prize money on offer for that things like that i like that they do shake things up a little bit and the showdown in in theory is really good because it does yeah. spice up and although we're going oh, it was between Glenn and Tommy anything can happen in these next two rounds and it, it could yeah. be any of those names that you just mentioned which definitely keeps mm -hmm. things interesting I, I don't think it will be anyone else other than Glenn or Tommy winning it but no I don't it's nice to have that like I don't know that interest there you know it could be yeah. anyone well, it was like a few years mm. ago with Tyron McKenzie he because it, it was who was it? It was a Halloran that was kind it of was an early... Tommy and, Tommy and... Oh, yeah, Halloran, yeah, was already there, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah like early favourite, and then... But because but then of it this went... showdown, Yeah, and then it was Tommy stuff. and Taron in the showdown, yeah. Mm. Spicy. I like it, you know. It's, it's great yeah, racing it's... anyway, and then just having these extra little quirks in there just makes it, like, an entertaining... It draws you to watch to... it too. Yeah, it does. Yeah, mm. because it's confusing otherwise. Because if you missed a race, you'd be going, "Oh, what's happened? Yeah. What's happened here?" The points are a bit funny, but if you're actually watching yeah. it, you're going, "Okay, now it all makes sense." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they don't do that thing where they add like 500 points of tallies or something anymore. Because riders mm. have finished the season with over a thousand points and something like that because it add enough points that makes it mathematically impossible for anybody who's chasing. It's all but relative. now they're doing it where there's just more points available for the last riders, I guess. Interesting. Mm, but it's good but... that they, they, they kind of continually have an iteration like this rather than just being like, the points are the points. You know, oh, mm. maybe we could do sprint races for half points. You know, yeah. once every 15 years. Nah, like every, every year, every couple of years, they think, what else, how can we... 
Yeah. Uh, what what can we adjust to make this more entertaining? And, and I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe MotoGP need to be thinking yeah. along these lines as well. I know, like I said, they've added the sprint races, <laughs> which has been entertaining. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I like it because it just stops riders running away with it as well. Yeah. Exactly. Like the mm. fact that we've got the two saddle contenders. There's been. What twenty seven races so far? There's thirty three on the calendar, over eleven rounds, and the top two are separated by half a point. Like that is insane. Nice. <laughs> Imagine one of them wins it by half a point. Like I love oh, that sort of stuff. That's, yeah. yeah, that's fun. Didn't was it Biaggi or Sykes won it by half a point years ago? Yeah, World Superbike, something like that. Unreal. Um, but yeah, I do like BSB for that and. It's good, and you go there, and you walk straight into the paddock, and see all the riders milling around, and things like that. And you've got big names in there. Michael Dunlop was racing this weekend in place of Charlie Nesbitt, was it? Who was injured, or maybe Josh Owens? One of the two. Yeah, it was Josh Owens, I think. You know, and you've got massive names, and you've got in the support class John McGuinness has been riding. You've got TT riders like James Hillier in there and stuff. Yeah. It's just nice to see, you know. <laughs> Tito Rabat was there as well. Great. Is there not um, rumours of Baz, Loris Baz, coming next year? I don't know. Maybe I've made that up. I definitely read that on Twitter. He retweeted something from BSP the other day or liked a thing from about Tommy Bridal earlier on Twitter. I did see that. Hmm. That would be very good. Well, Pachucci was rumoured to go there, wasn't he, for a while? Was he? Was he? Uh, yeah, Pachucci. <laughs> Petrucci nearly went to, um, what's his face, uh, Oxford racing last year. There was lots of talk right. about Petrucci going there. But then it was Christian Eden that signed eventually because Petrucci went to Bar... No, to... Barney? Yeah. Barney, that's it. Baz did used to race in BSB as well. Wow, every day was school there. I didn't know that. Mm. And yeah, you are right. Uh, so Speed Week have said that It'll be Toprak and Vandermark in the SMR squad. Then Bonovo will be Scott, Redding and Garrett Gerloff. Mm-hmm. Baz is out and has been offered a BMW seat with the same money as what he'd get in World, apparently, according to Speed Week. Wow. Greg Haynes also reported that as well. Ah, uh, yes. In talks of Synetic mm. BMW, there you go. Yeah, it was Greg, um, his tweet. Yeah, Greg Haynes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. So, yeah, <laughs> it's interesting. Hmm. Hmm. That'd be good. Talking of other moves, Mr. Franco Morbidelli was confirmed today, wasn't he? Yes. <laughs> that was <laughs> underwhelming. <laughs> I mean, it was the worst kept secret ever, but I've also yeah. no words for it. It's just, I mean, well done to him for somehow um. managing to get the biggest best upgrade in the world i'm so excited to see yeah yeah. what he can do on the bike i really hope it works for him i really hope that he can be a title contender next year and that he can just jump on the bike and automatically be good um Mm. you do feel for some other riders who are still stuck on their crap bikes for another year but i mean yeah um fair play to him um and yeah i i hope he's good i really really hope it works for him yeah, like Frankie no. and or his manager must have some riz because well, his manager's the... Valentino Rossi, so <laughs> is it just straight up? I'm sure it is because he's part of the VR46 squad, isn't it? 
Yeah, but does that and mean Rossi's... And they manage all their riders' contracts. Yeah, like... Be like, Uchio would be... Yeah, be like... Ah, oh, to be uh, fair, Uchio is a smooth talker, in fairness. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it'd be... Because he's in the VR46 Academy, a lot of their contracts are negotiated by Rossi and his team of people. Wild do you think it... Go on, sorry. I was just going to say, do you think it's because Bears decided to stay? Did they yeah. go Bears here, have Frankie yeah. instead? Yeah, because... Frankie had an option at the VR46 squad, but Bez wanted to stay. So it was then a case of putting to Frankie in the Grassini squad instead, it, with Bez on a GP24 anyway. Paolo Ciabatti even said he really wanted to see Morbidelli on a Factory Ducati anyway. That in helps. the Pramac squad, that is. Yeah. So Interesting. he just kind of... I think because Ducati wanted him anyway, it's Italian rider anyway, he's three MotoGP races. He's People say he's doing horrendously, but he's only, what, 17 points behind Fabio at the championship at the moment. And they're literally, Fabio's 11th, Franco's 12th. He's won three races. I think Franco, on a good day, on a good bike, is a machine. Oh, I mean, he's so, world championship material on a good a day. Two. He's a Moto2 world champion as well. He so. should have been 2020 world champion too. Mm-hmm, exactly. I stand by that one, but yeah. Yeah, people have short memories. They say that Franco doesn't deserve the seat and things like that. I see it all over social media. Like, he doesn't deserve this. Um, if you got rid of Zarco for Franco Morbidelli, it's like, and they're like, oh, they think of Fabio being better than Franco. And it's like, Fabio won the 2021 championship, sure. But Morbidelli nearly won it a year prior with the exact same wins as Fabio. Yeah, like people's memory of how good Fabio is is seems seems a lot more seems a lot stronger than people's mm. memory of how good Franco is. Um, yeah, everyone's I mean, memory's a bit crap at the minute though, because there's people well, going Mark Marquez shouldn't be yeah. racing anymore. And it's like yeah, well that's pretty <laughs> wild. Yeah, well and I like, got people saying that Pedro Costa's not very good, and you're like. Are you funny? Settle you okay? My, yeah, my dad has a funny, a funny. I'm going to throw him straight under the bus here. A funny <laughs> opinion on it. He's like, why, why does everyone want Pedro Costa so bad? And I'm like, have you sat down and watched? Like, he watches every race with me. I'm like, are you watching the same thing that I'm watching? He just doesn't get the mm. hype. Well, I've got a little tidbit about Pedro Costa as well for you. Ooh. Go on then. Do tell. So, you know, Jake Dixon made his comments about Pedro the other week in the media. Oh, yes. Yeah, what did he say? <laughs> um, he said about him being the next Bart Marquez and he beat him kind of thing there is a reason for that because Pedro's been doing all sorts of mind games in the paddock and getting right in Dixon's head and saying all sorts of crazy stuff to Jake Okay, so Jake was just clapping back to what Pedro's been saying basically but Pedro's been doing it in secrecy basically interesting all right. so Pedro's been, just been winding him up <laughs> basically he's probably been doing it with Arbolino as well let's be real but then I mean it seems like it's working then because he kind of it almost made his rival shall we say it made mm. Dixon I don't want to get back into it too much but it made him no. make a bit of a fool of himself on TV mm. do you know what I mean in an interview because mm. um, he was in his head and he wanted to clap back so yeah I don't know like, but like that's that's, Pedro, that's part of what we'd be missing. We'd be missing these. Yeah. This. But the thing is, Pe- 
Pedro's good at that. Like, yeah. Do you remember when he was battling Fodger for a title? He was waving to him on the warm-up lap because it just <sighs> beat in his lap time. And he was like, hello there. You know, yeah. if he's doing that on live TV and on track, can you imagine what he's doing in the paddock? Is that not the same race doors? that Darren Bender took Fodger out on? Yeah. <laughs> it's like he slipped Darren Bender 20 quid. And it's like, <laughs> go on. Please. Yeah. Um, but then I don't know. We need we need a we need a menace in the paddock, don't we? Especially since Jack Miller is probably going to be ousted. Yeah, that's the talk at the moment, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Jack Miller out of KTM for Pedro. Because <laughs> I don't. So, Fabio is confirmed at Pramac. That's one less seat, of course. Mm-hmm. Vietti and Onshu have now been confirmed to IO. Yeah. Meaning Pedro Costa does not have an IO Moto Two seat next year. So that means he's guaranteed to move up. Where the hell is he going to go? And all the talk is about Jack Miller at the moment. They fumbled the bag hard, KTM. Again. Like, mm. really bad. Really, really, really bad. I actually, um, in Mizano, seen Akiayo at dinner by himself. Oh, yeah. So, Aww. not good. Should have went over and asked him. And like, yeah, I'm just glad you what's going on here. Hervé Pontrol was yeah. also out for dinner. Same place, but they okay. weren't they weren't sitting together. So mm, I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Mm, Lauren with the scoop. I have Oof. all the all the juicy details here. All the scoops. Man yeah. eats dinner alone. Yeah, crazy. That's yeah, juicy. wow. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, a lot of talk about Miller maybe. Cause, it depends on Mark Marquez as well, because there's obviously this Grassini thing. Marquez has got plan A, plan B, plan C. I can only imagine one of the plans would be Grassini, Ducati. One of the plans would be Stay. Honda. One of, one of the plans, yeah. And the third plan, I would assume, would not be to retire, because he did confirm that with the in the Australia event last weekend, that he will not be retiring full stop. Maybe to do a sabbatical like Dovi and come back in 25. That's nah. the only thing I can think of as his third option. Mm. Especially with that, that Mar Pramac seat's closed now, so that's a door shut for Mark Marquez. I don't think that door was ever really open. No one, no one, no. I don't think was seriously put a little in, bit, but yeah, no. no one was seriously putting Marquez on the. And the only the person seat. to start the Grassini rumors was Mark Marquez when he posted that mm. video, being like, "Yeah, like the <laughs> funny Instagram video." This is it. Like things are happening. Yeah, it? and it's like he was the only one instigating it. Like no one else has mm. really been. But I think they're staring at because Repsol Honda did that thing last week where they're like, oh, "Something's happening at two o'clock," and then Marcus is at the <laughs> Bluminister Galithia event, and you're like with a little microphones in his face, and you're like, "Oh my word!" And then it's just Honda hyping up a Santi Hernandez video. <laughs> I actually really want to watch that. I like Santi Hernandez. Yeah. In fairness, I really like those behind the scenes or whatever they're called. Yeah, really good. The Bradle one, I loved the Bradle one. But they knew what they were doing when they said, "Oh, announcement at two p.m. today," or "See you at two p.m. today," knowing that Mark yeah. Marquez was at that event, and everyone's going, "Oh my god, it's happening! It's happening! It's happening!" Yeah, because Marquez has said it'll decide between India and Japan. Japan is it? Yeah. So When's Japan? I guess it was. I was just Next about to week? find that out. Yeah. Back to back. Oh, is it? Is I think back to back. back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So, it's a logistical nightmare. Yeah, just yeah. a little bit. Apparently half the people aren't even haven't got their visas yet for India. Oh great. Love that. Yeah, it is it's a week out. So we should find out maybe next week. 
Interesting. That's even if the Indian GP goes ahead, because as me and Axel spoke about on the last week's podcast, it's not even homologated at the moment. I yeah. can't believe you managed to get that out in one go. I don't know. I did very well, I didn't I? <laughs> That's a long word for you. Um, <laughs> no, thank you. How many syllables? Homologated. Seven, five syllables? Wow. Seven syllables. You heard what? it here first. I promise he didn't <laughs> practice this beforehand either, folks. No. I was sat, like, locked myself in a dark room and just said, homologated, homologated, homologated. Maybe you should mm. practice the intro when you're doing that. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, it's not even homologated yet. Wow! I know. I <laughs> Two times yeah. in a Again. row? I know, but... You can't Showing do off now. So. <laughs> homologated. Oh, that's it. Oh, my God. What? But, like, what happens if they don't even go? Well, they can't race the riders like because a lot of the we went through the track me and Axel last week and a lot of the corners are basically onto brick walls or well, not brick walls but there's not much runoff whatsoever. Just don't what crash. If, and Aleish Aleish missed the safety meeting as well for the first time in five years. What if Aleish just goes around and goes, you know what, I'm not riding there. But he needs people to back him up. This is the age-old mm. problem in MotoGP is that a lot of riders have opinions on safety. Alicia obviously being number one, but no Very one will is no one no one's willing to stand with him and create a riders union. That's the problem. Yeah. Yep. That is true. Must be a well yeah. good feeling when Alicia's willing to ride your track. <laughs> when what? Alicia's what? <laughs> Wants to ride the track. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, just, well, all, I've seen know. them all t- riding it on the MotoGP game this last few days. Oh, Brock P- Brock Pearson, the ASBK yeah. rider, the Desmond Sport Ducati rider, posted a video of him, and he raced the track years ago in some like Honda Cup. The lines he was taking were absolutely insane because it's a car track, of course, and some of the lines he was taking were just absolutely wild. So I'm really intrigued to see the way that obviously the best riders in the world attack the track because yeah, some of the corners and stuff, you're like you think you need to be on the obviously on the by the apex, but all the riders are like all the way wide instead and just taking the strangest lines. So I'm really intrigued actually to see how these motorbikes will function around this track. Yeah, I like a new track. To be fair, mm. I always love that FP1 where they just go out for the first time and they're like stupidly yeah. slow because they don't really know where the braking markers and things like that are. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I hope it goes ahead safely. Mm. Um, just purely as a spectator, of course. I like to, yeah. I, I want to see a race this weekend. Yeah, um, although yeah. it is the start of the ungodly hours of the morning. It's true. This one's oh. not too bad. I did check earlier, I think the race is at like. 11 on Sunday, but Moda 3 is so like right. 8 a.m. I think. Yeah, and FP1's like 4 a.m. Um, I hate this part of the year. I think yeah. was it last year, I basically spent entire six weeks just living on Asian time, like even just through the Monday to Friday because I could not be bothered to sort my sleeping pattern out. So I just did Monday to Friday for six weeks, well, and the weekends. This That's must be around the time, time I started last year. Yeah, it must be, yeah. It was all funny yeah. times. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, it's like oh, long nights and stuff, but it's fine because we'll watch it live for the people at home, you know? 
Oh, no, I, my sister said we sounded really salty about that. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. I was like, oh, I didn't mean to. And she's like, no, you sounded raging the whole time. Oh, my word. Whoopsie. Sorry. (laughs) Obviously, our comedy doesn't come across very well. No, no, clearly not. We we don't have careers in in comedy, do we? No. No. No, I don't, I don't think we're ever going to. In saying things. No. Um, did you hear about the? Apparently, the track is also <laughs> infested with snakes. Oh, I love that. F one had lizards, didn't they, at the weekend? Yeah, and Fernando Alonso yeah, bloody killed them. <laughs> yeah, <Livid. Flattened> it. <laughs> um, yeah. There's, well, f- there's also. Sorry, carry on. There's a funny Twitter page that said something along the lines of like Moto three riders aren't allowed to make the snake the snakes their pets and like use them as their advantage nice is that oh yeah sofa racer sofa racer yeah yeah the actual tweet was funnier than how i just described it but let's read it out FIM Sporting Conduct Update. Following the approval of the EGA, riders of the Moto3 class at Buddha International Circuit are banned from adopting circuit snakes as pets with the intention of placing them in a competitor's helmet and closing the visor on the grid. And then he said <laughs> nice. something about that specifically goes out to Dennis Onchi. <laughs> yeah, he said, word in the streets says the FIM got wind of a plot. No idea who, but we're looking at you, Dennis Onchi. So, that rhymes. Wait, so does that mean it's fair game for Moto2 and MotoGP riders? Yeah. Oh, of course I'll have that snake. Yeah. hundred oh, percent. Like, Jay, come in. <laughs> <laughs> snake Dixon. Nice. Nice. Anyway. There's a snake in my boot. But yeah, um, yeah, just being good, Reese. I hope it's a good weekend. I hope it goes ahead for one. I hope we get because... some out there winners. Yeah. Mm, have you seen the rules, though? For the race weekend. Yeah, you can't wear a helmet. Can't bring money with yeah, you either. As a fan, as a fan, like riders can wear helmets. Oh, course. God, yes, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, was, I was really <laughs> taken aback there. Yeah. We're going to get some slow lap times, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so if you're going to the event, this is what got leaked on social media anyway by Book My Show, whatever that is, the MotoGP Barat. You can't bring power banks, cigarette lighters, selfie sticks, wooden sticks. So I guess if you've got a walking stick, you're screwed. Sharpie objects, bag packs, bottles, binoculars, coins, helmets, food, weapons, cameras, and umbrellas. So wow. That's an interesting one. <laughs> yeah, like and some of them I get. Like, yeah, you don't really want bringing weapons, yeah, but and I, a camera? I guess their definition of a weapon is pretty broad as well. Yeah. Yeah, what kind of weapon? What kind of weapon? Like a stapler? Yeah. Is that a weapon? Can I bring that? <laughs> I don't know. Well, you can't bring a wooden Anything's stick. A if you try so mm-hmm. it must be quite broad, a weapon. Mm. Yeah, Anything exactly. with like a sharp end to it. Yeah. Possibly. But like well, wooden sticks, does that equal like walking sticks as well? Or no. You can bring an aluminium one though. Yeah. 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 One of those tennis balls on the end. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you can bring your shimmer frame, but not a a bloody walking stick. Is this like purely for the safety of, I guess, like for safety? The snakes? The snakes? Yeah. (laughs) Stop people bagging. You can't bring a a net (laughs) with you. (laughs) Yeah, or a backpack to steal the snakes and bring them home. But like power banks, like people need to charge their phones, dude. If you're at a track all day. There's mm -hmm. an F1 track that has 
I don't know if they still do. It was like Monza or something like that a couple of years ago that were funny on power banks. Hmm. I think. It doesn't make sense, does it? Coins is the one that gets me because yeah. at Mizano, everything was cash. You couldn't pay. Most things weren't contactless. So you mm, had to have yeah. money on you. How are you meant to buy stuff at the circuit? I guess to stop people throwing coins at riders, maybe. What are they expecting to happen? When has I that ever know. happened? You'd be surprised. Coins? But I don't understand. Yeah. Like, are they, have they just envisaged, like, all of these Cornish. older people, like, lobbing <laughs> coins and walking sticks and cameras and <laughs> weapons? <laughs> oh, here's one. You can bring so a flare. I've just realised. What? Well, weapon. it's not on the... A flare's not a weapon. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. I don't know. My dad nearly murdered people school. at Mizano when they <laughs> let out those bloody red flares. You couldn't see a thing on the track. Blimey, heck. Yeah, it's really bad, some of the... Um, when they absolutely cover the track. Like when they had the yellow ones and yeah. you couldn't really see where they were going. Yeah, one year they took all the flares off people and some mm. people obviously did still get them in, but whoever took them off the people just brought them to the inside of the track and because it was Rossi's last race, they just let all the flares off but on the inside of the track. Nice. At the end oh, of the yeah. race. <laughs> I was like, what, what was the point here? <laughs> Confiscating yeah, all of these. On? Yeah, doesn't make sense. But there you go, you it? can bring a flare. Oh, that's great. What about you're going, right? <laughs> you're going to go to India. <laughs> yeah, yep. why not? Mm. Yep. It's Monday now, so Get your I still have time. On. Yep. Yeah, just hop on a plane, you know. Yep. yep. Well, no one's got their visa, so like I mentioned earlier. It'll be uh, interesting to yeah, see who actually true. shows up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> People getting deported halfway through a race. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Thrown up by security and chucked on a plane. Get out of here now. <laughs> yeah. That'd be good. Yeah, no, it'll be interesting to see if riders, some, I don't know about riders, but there's Taylor McKenzie had it on his Instagram murder. He's trying again tomorrow. Oh, his visa's not through yet. That. Have a look. Taylor McKenzie. 50 minute countdown to arrive. Yeah. And oh, some guy. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, try again tomorrow. So he's at the airport trying. Yeah. Oh, my word. Are the rest of the that... vision track folk over? Scott Alden know. had a training video up earlier, so. Yeah, he did. A lot I, of the riders haven't even kind of left. Mm. Live mm. or not? Interesting. No, I guess we'll, I guess we'll see. Lots of journalists but... and photographers, too. Honestly, yeah, if you can get true. yourself to India, you might get a seat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, just go there and try, you know. You never know. <laughs> well, Fabio was at a gig, I've just seen. I think that was last night. Uh, was it? He was with the guy who waved the flag at Catalonia. Oh. You know, when no they fumbled it. What's his name? Um, yeah, Andre Lagmoglia or something like that. He's on some Netflix TV show. Oh. Rad. Yeah, but let's talk about some of the moves as well. Firstly, Smooth? I mentioned I mentioned this on the other week. The, the what? The smooths. The smooths. The moves. moves. Some of the smooths. <laughs> the smooths operators. Yeah. More than willing. Yes. Yeah, carry on. I mentioned this the other week on the podcast and then actually never mentioned it or never went into it about Alex Rins not coming back this year. Oh, yeah. And Brad will replace him for the next two GPs, India and Japan. Well, he has gotten on a bike again. 
he and has, it didn't yeah. go the way he wanted it apparently i didn't watch the video nor that has come out of that specific training yeah. day but i mean if you don't have to get back on the bike especially the honda yeah, yeah. Like, what are you gaining out of riding that Honda? Like, yes, of course, you've got a contractor on her and stuff like that, but is it worth it? Do they want him back desperately? Yeah. Is there any point? If because he's... you've got Bradle there. Yeah. You're going to Yamaha anyway. Yeah. I would just uh, try and stay off that bike as long as yeah. I can. Mm. Just hop on the Yamaha at the end of the year. Yeah. Because as well, obviously, Alex Twins has got a backlog of Suzuki information sat in his head. The more he rides at Honda, I would feel that it would overwrite the Suzuki information he's got a little bit. Yeah. And yeah, so if possibly. he stays off it longer, that Suzuki information still stays fresh, and that's an inline four, and obviously Yamaha have an inline four as well. Mm. So that could help him. As uh, I, I'm just like speculating, of course, but. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Braddle didn't look thrilled to be on it. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean he's getting paid to ride it. I guess. Well, yeah. That's, yeah. So how come I'd love Le- to see Danny Pedrosa do a full year. <laughs> how come Lacuna's not doing it then? Is it just clashing World with World Superbikes clash. Bikes, yeah. Yeah. Fair. Every single World Superbike ground now clashes with MotoGP to the end of the season because oh, whoever put that calendar together is an absolute genius. Oh, does that mean they're racing this weekend too? Yeah. Where are they racing? Oh, and um, there's F1 this weekend, I think as well. Oh, for oh, God's God. sake. bike is at Bautista's... This is Bautista's home turf. So it's it. in Catalonia. Um, yeah. Oh. I'll just find... Aragon. There it is. Aragon. Aragon. Oh, oh, Aragon. I love Aragon. Yeah, Aragon yeah. this weekend. And then the weekend after, aka the weekend of Japanese MotoGP, is uh, Portimao. Hopefully oh, the time zones is, are nice. This is silly now. Mm-hmm. No, because now it's an all-day thing. Now you're yeah. going to be sat in front of your freaking TV from 4am to 4pm. It's yeah. not good. I did it last year and honestly never again. It was actually like, you spent, like I said, all a day. Oh, and then BSB. Like, oh. yep. We'll be in two yeah. weeks' time too. Yeah. <laughs> so next weekend, the Japanese Grand Prix is going to be the worst weekend ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be so much on. Mm, like, it's nice as a racing fan, but as I made on a, said on a podcast the other week, like, you kind of have a life as well. <laughs> kind of, you're not allowed we to. have lives to live. <laughs> Do we? Do we have lives? But I say what no, we'll, we'll, we'll take pretending. a championship each. Mm, okay. We'll, just, we'll cover it that way. Sick. All right. Go. I'll do all your socials. Don't worry. Thanks. <laughs> I won't. I can't be bothered. I'll look out for the spelling mistakes. Um, Excuse you. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see your edited posts all the time. Yeah, I know. I'm terrible for it. I literally posted one the other day. Didn't even put a caption on it because I'm an idiot. <laughs> so, yeah. Genius. But yeah, so some more rider moves. Obviously, Jonathan Rea has been confirmed to Yamaha. None of us have actually properly spoken about that, I don't think. Mm. I think it's a good move for Ray. He said he wanted something new. He could continue with Kawasaki, of course, but he wants to win races. Yeah. I don't know. If I'm honest, no. I feel like even Yamaha are going to start to struggle against the Ducati. 
in Superbikes soon. Because Ducati yeah, just have well, they already are too them. much might behind them, too much data, too much MotoGP influence. Mm. Um, I don't know. But yeah, like I, I get why he did it. Um, the Yamaha does seem to be a better bike to be on than the Kawasaki. But... Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, they got Belega up from Supersport as well, Ducati. I mm-hmm. feel so bad for Axel Basani. Yeah. What a kick too. in the teeth. Yeah. Massive kick in the teeth, to be honest. I feel really bad for him, like you said. Um, it's interesting because I thought it obviously it would be Basani, but then there's lots of rumours of Petrucci, but maybe Basani could now go to Kawasaki. I think he should, after yeah. uh, being overlooked like that yeah i do too like it's just weird i get it because they've got belega and there he's young and stuff like that but you've got a guy who's already but getting results yeah yeah but the, on your bike the so. thing with belega is like he's had a period before where he hasn't performed it's taken him a long mm. time to find his feet and it's great that he is but surely the better idea would put Pisani beside batista get um, bootleg up into World Superbikes itself, give him some time to learn the bike, learn, you know, everything that he needs to learn, and then say maybe when Batista goes, you move bootleg mm. up. Mm. And you've yeah. got a really good young team then on your hands. Mm, you'd think so. Because Motor Corsa, which is where Bessania riding, is riding for at the moment, are running two bikes next year. So it's a not like there's a as space well. for Bassani. Yeah, yeah, it's gorgeous, like you said. So it's not like there wasn't a place for him. Yep. But Chuchi's confirmed to bes- to Barney. I can never remember the name. Barney. Again. Barney. That's it. I don't know. Maybe Digi will go to Motor Corsa, but Digi is rumored to go back to Motor Two with the Grassini. I don't see that. No, I don't either. To be honest. Yeah, it'd be weird. Yeah, it would be weird, but. Some other confirmed moves. The biggest one I'll save to last. But <laughs> IO have confirmed Jabi Zuratuza to race for them in Moto3 alongside Roeda. I did mention that on the pod the other week because he signed, he tested for them and signed on the same day. Very good move. Very good bit of business. Grassini Moto2 have signed Albert Arenas. Strange. Damn. Which is a good move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of people slated it. Like, oh, three teams in three years. But it's like, bro, he's running for Aspar. From well over a decade, I'm sure he's allowed to like move around a little bit now. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it makes sense in terms of Grassini's a, a up and coming squad in Moto Two. I yeah. think so. It definitely makes sense that he has showed promise at IO. So I'm hoping that he can sort of mm. hone into that next year. I think it's a family environment that'll suit Arenas. You know, Aspar's yeah. a very much a family environment and. He flourished in that. He won a world championship in that squad. He moves to IO, which is just re- results. We need results. We need to come out P1, P2, P3 every session. If you're not there, where are you? And there's not that family environment. Whereas if you go back to Grassini, where there is you know, Luca Grassini, who's Grassini's son, he's a team manager down there. And you've got, obviously, Nadia Padovani as well, who is Grassini's late wife. Late wife, that's not right. Cassini's widow, sorry. Fausto <laughs> Cassini's widow. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, so there's, there's a family. It's built around the family. You've got a lot of good people there. You've got Manuel Pujali as well, who's a rider tech there, and he, he's fantastic. So there's so many great people in there. 
And I think that would be really good for Albert, I think, personally. Yeah, definitely. Nadia Padovani then, has her head screwed on. So. She's oh, yeah. so good. Yeah. She she yeah. says, yeah, I'll, I'll believe in it. Oh, yeah, me too. And if she can get Mark Marcus on her bike. <laughs> no, well no, 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 no. <laughs> no? 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 No. No? No, no just no. straight no. Just no, no, no. How no? Like fully no, like a hundred percent no. Is that because it'd be too strong? What do you know? Nothing. You oh. know nothing, Lauren Alexander. I, based on my perfect predictions, I know clearly nothing. I don't know. Mm. It's just the vibe. Okay. The vibe. Do you not, do you not have the vibe? No, I think it's. I think it'll happen. Jack Miller to Repsol Honda. Yeah. Wise Pedro up. Costa to Fatu no. Decay. <laughs> Wait, Pedro Costa to where? Oh, to take Jack's seat then? Uh, to, yeah, to take Jack's seat. I'd say Decay. Jack yeah, could take a him. sabbatical. Yeah, he's got a kid now, isn't he? Considering noise, it does. Mm, well done, Jack. Congratulations. Well, I should say, why am I saying Nothing... well done, Jack? Well done to your wife. Yeah. She's on the work. <laughs> wow. I can't believe wow. you just said that. I know. Such a sexist. Yes, Pig. well done to his wife. <laughs> yes, congratulations to the pair of them. They <laughs> this pod is unhinged tonight. What has happened? Oh god! Oh dear! But yeah, this is what we needed. A few weeks off. Mm, in motor three, though. Oh yeah. Aspar have said bye bye to Yamanaka and have signed Mr. Joel Esteban, who is a massive prodigy. Very massive. quick. I'm not going to say he's a future world champion because. You know, but stop he? doing that. Yeah, but is he though? Yeah, of course he is. Yeah. Every rider is, you know. <laughs> but Wait till we start Van... calling people the next Pedro Acosta. Mm, well, that's David Alonso's title at the moment, isn't it? No. Yes, it is. No, he's too close to Pedro, so he will be like, yeah, he'll be the next alien. So yeah, you'll have Pedro Acosta and David Alonso in the same. Mm. Sentence in a couple of years in MotoGP. Yeah, that makes sense. So we've got to look down to like gotta look a couple the mini of, motos. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. But then I think the biggest one is Sergio Garcia and Ayagura being confirmed to the MSI MT Helmet Squad, which I believe opens a door for Mario Aji to step into Moto2. Because me and Axel were talking about it last week and Aji is an absolute unit on that Moto3. Yeah, the motor two spot for him would be very good. Yeah, yeah, he's too big for a motor three, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. But that puts a spanner in the works because that I would say confirms Takanakagami to remain with LCR next year. Mm-hmm. But then, if well, Ayagura has then come out of the Honda fold, so who's gonna ride that in Dimitsu LCR in a few years? Did I read somewhere that he's still got a Honda contract? You might have. I've not seen that, but I'm not going to say no. I'm just going off vibes again. I really yeah, don't okay, know. <laughs> Absolutely everything that gets told is just, I feel like I've read to it somewhere. Fair, like, thing is, like, after this stuff, like, it's true one day and then false the next day. Like, when Mark Mark is certain to go because of Grassini and then yeah. the next day is like, no, we're staying at Honda. So... I'd be inclined to agree that because he wasn't happy in that squad, but that doesn't mean he's not happy at Honda. So maybe Honda have loaned him out to the MSI squad for a year, and then when he is ready for for most of GPC, he can hop up on that LCR Honda again. Yeah. 
I mean, it's not like Takanakagami's doing bad, so... No, he's doing all right. Yeah. All things considered. Yeah, like, obviously Marcus isn't too pleased with him finishing races, uh, but he's doing he's doing all right, you know? <laughs> yeah. Stick him on a Pramac Ducati. Why not? <laughs> That's just a result of everything, just yeah. power Ducati, isn't it? If you're doing all right on a terrible bike... Mm, yeah. Alex Marquez went from back of the grid to winning sprint races. So. That's it. Yeah. Also, I've got a little thing about Franco Morbidelli, a little tidbit of information. Go on then. Franco Morbidelli, when he was 11 years old, back in 2006, was signed for Pramac Ducati as a young prospect rider. So I uh, saw your post bef- yeah. like just before we came on to record and I was like yeah that deck is he's, he's, he's gonna cheeky isn't he he's cheeky <laughs> yeah but yeah so they assigned him when he was 11 years old so are you being like, like a genuine right are you being serious like is that a thing right now but yeah, where did you mean, hear this actually, from it was years ago look hold on I'll get the article Frank like, I am an idiot I will believe you so are you telling me in all his contracts up to now he's had a clause that he can always No. <laughs> I think I think when he escaped the thing, I think it kind of ended a few years ago, shall we say. But yeah, they signed him into like a MotoGP development deal to try and get him on their Pramac Ducati one day. Well then why would but... they have not just taken him when he came to MotoGP? Because I think it fell apart after a while. How long have there been Pramac Ducatis? A long Longer time. than I've known, apparently. Like, I think they had 500 cc's, I think, in Honda. They had a Pramac Honda, it was, before then. Okay, actually, yeah, I can picture that. Fair. Let's have a look. Pramac Racing. Yeah, 2002. It was a... Okay, so they had a Yamaha and a Honda. Of course. With Same. Abe, Perariba... Jose Cardoso and Harada all riding for it. And Harada won the 2002 MotoGP World Championship on it. Well, the, no, the Manufacturer's what? Championship. Sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, that was an alternative <laughs> timeline I was not familiar with right there. I oh was certain God. I knew who won that championship. <laughs> yeah. it says, oh, it says Manufacturer's Champion. Oh, yeah, Honda won that championship. That makes sorry. sense. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> of Ferranti and Rossi, obviously. Oh, yeah, you're mm. right. <laughs> and then 2003, they ran a Yamaha and a Honda again before then going to the Ducati in 2004 with Zaus and Neil Hodgson. See, I want stuff like that to happen again. I want there to be bikes out there with like Olin's on the front and a WP Shocker on the back, and then it's got a Bridgestone, <laughs> you know, <laughs> wets, and you've got Michelin f- front slicks and w- like. Just these bikes where they're just like, I don't know, they're just going off a Chuck whatever you want. Together. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, they just, yeah, you posted something recently or someone did about like a bike starting the season with Olin's and then they ended up with a Showa or something. I don't know. Um, like, that kind of stuff I think is pretty cool. And we need to get back to that. Like, just try and just uh, other manufacturers of things and just having these little franken bikes that are mm, that end up mashed together like yeah exactly but then that's just mm. that's just me being stupid so 
Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Carry on. Hmm. Sorry, but, um, I zoomed out for all of that, sorry. Yeah. So did I. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Written about Frankie Morbidelli being an eleven year old prodigy. Yeah, that's it. It was it's weird, yeah, because I think, although he had the deal, I think after like three years it may have expired because then he went to World Supersport, well, Superstock 600 anyway. How long How long are you going to make a deal for, for a young prodigy? Like, if you're not in MotoGP by the time you're 14, then deal's <laughs> off, mate. You're what? hardly yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, you're out, bro. I don't know, maybe they sponsored some of his seats because I think he ran back in like 2012, did have Pramac logos. Oh my god, why can't I spell his name? There we go. Thrilling. So, back when he raced the Moto 3s and the stock 1000s. Mm, no, I don't think he did carry any. What oh. relevance does any of this have? Because <laughs> um, uh, he's destined to be a Pramac rider, that's where the relevance comes from. <laughs> he was always destined to ride for Pramac, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Oh, we got oh. there. Yeah, we got Man. there in the end. Well, he took the long way around for that one, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> oh, took a while, but... Just call him Ewan McGregor. <laughs> yeah. He's also a Red Bull athlete as well. What the hell? That's weird. Ewan McGregor? Yeah. <laughs> no, Frank will be there. Where's Charlie Ballerman when you need him? Where? But... I don't know. He's taking the long way sideways now. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I think that's a good time to go back into the yeah. predictions. Oh, yes, the predictions. So we didn't talk about them last week. Good, maybe no, that's for the best. We weren't here. I don't freaking want to, to be honest, because no. I was seven points behind you and now I'm 22. Oh, brutal. Absolutely. Do you know what? Brutal. I don't care anymore. I've given up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, Cameron managed to get pole... Third, second, first in most of three. Paul was correct, and then the podium was incorrect. But you get a full point, you get a full 20 points for that because you managed to get all four correct in whatever order. Would you look at that? Mm. What's that face so, for Lauren? Because the rules <laughs> of this game is so stupid. <laughs> I actually well, gonna, like, hate playing it. <laughs> there's no does enjoyment it, not, it, it ruins the races doesn't it it's just, <laughs> it honestly where did David Alonso come from I'm watching it live and I'm going why has he done this right now <laughs> it ruins my day well you were fair you did, you did put him on the podium to be fair yeah but not to win and then bloody last no. lap I'm looking at him going don't do this <laughs> why are you doing this yeah and then he goes and wins yeah. Mm, it's, mm. It, it's tough. Well, God has fallen off a little bit, though, hasn't he? Let's not talk about it. Mm. Who did you put to win the championship? Who? Uh, Moto3. Oh, Lauren put Old Garda to win the championship. Moto3. No. Cameron put Yamanaka. <laughs> <laughs> but at least I'm not that far off. Well, that's all right. I went Barry Baltus to win the Moto 2. Oh, no, wait. This is biggest surprise. Whoops. Um, I think I still put Holgado to, to win. You put, you put Rueda. You put Rueda to oh, win. Oh, to win? I picked the wrong rookie. Mm. But to be fair, coming into this season, Rueda was the hyped up one. So Yeah, of course. Yeah, he was massively. But then me and Cam put Sasaki, which could, could happen. 
Mm, I don't think it's gonna now. No, I still, Although I still believe the, in Holgado. It's like four points off, there, isn't he? Yeah, we're going to the flyaways as well, which is. Aren't you? I'm telling. Well, I'm torn mm. now. Well, aren't she's got next year sorted, so he can kind of just send it now. Can't I think he, he will. Yeah. yeah, I do as well. About three years, yeah, he leads. Holgado and Sazaki split by four points. Wow. Yikes. Wow. So that'll be an interesting one. There's like five but of them there that are close together. Six of them now. Oh. Yeah, so from Holgado to Ortola in sixth, there is a points difference of 29. Gosh. With Alonso in there. Who do you put, your, Alonso, who do you put your money on? Alonso is. But if Alonso, right, didn't crash out of Austria, he'd be leading the championship right now. That's Which nuts. is disgusting to think about. <laughs> What's that saying? If my grandmother had whales, she would have been a bike. Oh, Gino, <laughs> here we are. I was waiting for that, yeah. If my grandma had the wheels, yeah. Classic Brit of British television, that. Classic. My favourite. Yeah. Mm. Did you see him and Gordon Ramsay arguing about how to make something the other day? It was quite funny. I didn't mm. see that, weirdly. It was very funny. Mm. Um, but yeah, so predictions. Cameron, I can't bother to go through it all, but Cameron, went. It, we went into it. Cameron leading with 168, myself with 161, and Lauren with 107. I leaving Mazzano. Hit 100? I wasn't here yeah, for Catalonia either, I just realised. Ah, yeah, you hit the 100 club, wow. well done. <laughs> leaving Mazzano, Cameron leads with 204. Myself in second with 183. And Lauren with 112. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Cameron's in the 200 club. I bet we don't play club. this game next year. It's all going to change <laughs> the flyaways, though. We should, yeah. do, we should do our own showdown. No, we shouldn't. Yeah, we should. <laughs> no, we shouldn't. Yeah, that's, a yeah, we that's should. the worst idea. Yeah, I've I think we should actually. Well. <laughs> Showdown, as in like the trailing pack can get zero points always. Yeah. As in, yeah. if Lauren predicts at least one thing right, she can get 50 points. Wow. Like pity points. Literally. Oh, I need what something. What a hollow this victory year. it would be. I don't care. <laughs> what is it? A win's a win. Um, I don't care how I get it. It's true. It's true. What's that come diamond me quote where the guy's What like, a sad little life, Jay. That's it. You've got all the grace yeah. and decorum as a reversing dump truck. With no tyres on. <laughs> what's what's he say? I hope you take the money. <laughs> yeah. To get some money. lessons in grace and decorum. Yeah, lessons in grace and decorum, yeah. <laughs> so good I don't think I deserve yeah. this nope <laughs> <But> <laughs> anyway right. this is why? ridiculous <laughs> why because we just talked about who great BSB is and then I suggest let's do our own showdown and all of a sudden it's the worst idea we've ever heard ever ever BSB <laughs> they do it right and then all mm. of a sudden no Lauren that's the really stupid <laughs> idea why would we do that <laughs> Why would you ever think of that? Yeah. Well, <laughs> why would you? I don't know. Because Declan mm. just made the points up for fun. He does. Because it hey, suited hey, him last system. year. My point system makes sense. Because it suited you last year. Yeah, it'll suit me now. Yeah, it's going to have a shake weeks. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shake down time. But now if you get them all right, you get zero points and disqualified. <laughs> 
Oh, that's dear. fine. I will right. win then. <laughs> so oh it's goodness. fine. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, uh, uh. Right. Let's. Yeah. Sorry. Let's get this short. Predicting for India. Pole position. Moto three, please. I mean, I'll go Mr. Saki. Oh. Okay. Where are um, we, India? Anyone want to speak up? Yeah. <laughs> well, there's nothing to go on, is the problem. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I think this is where raw, unbridled talent is going to come through, and I'm going to say oh, Alonso. Hey, is going to be on a shock. Oh, Alonso for pole, okay. Yeah. Oh, hey, Martin's making some good ground up there, isn't he? 36 points back. Certainly is. And... And he says the pressure's not on him to win the championship because he's a mm. satellite rider, which mm. is quite a dig at that, Ducati. But yeah, Love but it. to be fair though, I said this the other day. Like him singing Pramac at the time was like a gut punch to him, but I think was the best thing that ever happened to him in his career because there's no pressure. Peko's got all the pressure. He can just oh, hey, Martin, if he finishes second, that's the best thing that's ever happened to Pramac. I kind of want Jorge to do it now. Yeah, yeah, me too. I think that'd be so sick. Especially after everything he's been through. What's your poll yeah. prediction, Lauren? Um, I mean, it could be anyone. That's the point. Who's actually going to be there <laughs> on Friday morning? True, yeah. Can we check visas before <laughs> yeah. we do this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I check my riders in the country before I answer? <laughs> um, no, I think Dennis Onchu. I believe in him. Solid. Okay. Nice. On shoe. Okay. Right. Third place podium. I'm going to go with Mazia. Cameron, please. Uh, I don't know what the track looks like, so I can't even really. It's quite an interesting one, to be fair. Mm. I'm going to go. Like nah, don't worry. I'm, I'm going to go on shoe for third, I think. Please. For third. Okay. Yeah. Right. And Lauren, please. I'm going to go with Ortola. Taylor, so on shoot and then Ortola. Interesting. Okay. Well, second place, I've gone for on shoot. Okay. Cameron, please. I'll have second place. I'll have Alonso in second, please. Okay. Lauren, please. I'm also going to have Alonso in second. Oh. Smart choice. Well, that's great. Yeah, because I've gone for Alonso in first. Ooh. Oh, good for you. Mm. I love Suzaki <laughs> first, please. Nice. Okay, so we we're saying that Colgado will lose the championship lead. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to yeah. say that, but <gasps> I've said it. Are you going for Lauren? Aren't you? Oh, interesting. Okay. Right, we'll start with you, Cameron, for motor two pole position, please. You know you want to Have say Jake Have a look Jake at Dixon. this track. No, I don't want to say Jake I'll Dixon. send you a photo of the track. I don't like this track. <laughs> Let's have a look. Let me use all of this um, insightful knowledge I have. of how It's not even a satellite picture. No. This could be anything. Oh, sorry. This means nothing to me. So it's all right, like here's a... a satellite trick. Try and work that out for you. Yeah. <laughs> That's worse. <Excellent>. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to go... I'm going to go brave and maybe go someone like, I think Shant Ch Chantra. Chantra, okay. Yeah. To be fair, it will be hotter conditions, so I think like the Asian riders might do quite well, to be honest. Yeah. Um, we'll go with Lauren second, please. Um, 
bluff. Anytime today. <laughs> Whoa, I'm stumped. <laughs> um, oh my god. I'm just going to say Pedro Acosta because I can't be bothered thinking oh. about it. I've got Acosta as well because he's a goat. It's true. Um, Joe Roberts was yes. playing it on his whatever. Yeah, he was, yeah. A lot of them have been, to be fair. Um, uh, Cameron, please, for third place. Might I please have Acosta for third? <gasps> oh, Controversial. Okay, Lauren, please, for third. I want... Mm. No, I don't trust him. I want Vietti for third. Vietti third. Interesting. For God's sake, I've also gone Vietti third. <laughs> I'm getting points this week. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was going to go Arbolino, but I'm like, I don't... Absolutely not. Yeah, no chance in hell. Um, Cameron for second place, please. Agura, please. Oh, for God's sake, I've literally got Agura as well. <laughs> oh, okay, Cameron. No, Cameron. Lauren, please. Chantra. Nice. I've got Agura, as you can tell. Right, a victory, please, Cameron. Chantra. Pull and win. Oh, nice. Lauren. Agura. Agura, wowzers. Well, I've gone with Acosta because that just seems like it's. it's Safe bet, to be honest. But ha- n- n- is it a safe bet? Pedro Costa. It's in race two. Mm. Like what? I I just have nothing to go on in terms of like how anyone's gonna do. Like I need to see a lap around it first before. Yeah, hold on. I may actually. What you've done a lap around it? What? So I might be able to get a list whilst we're talking about it of riders who've actually raced at that track. Let's have a look if we've got full results here quick. Like who? Of riders who've raced the track yeah, but in like the World who? Championship. I'm just, I think like, because maybe Agora and things like that have ridden around it. No, I can't find anything about it. Well, I've got a list of names that I've never heard of any of them apart from Brock Pearson, so right. it might be a bit safe on that one. Safe. Like there's two long, well, two-ish long straights and then there's lots of sort of what look mm. like tight bends. Mm. So it's kind of like um, yeah. Sepang a bit. A little bit, yeah. It's it's a bit funky. I like that. The, a few of the sections, a few of the sections would be quite interesting, I think. Like the, yeah, it was turn 10 that Brock had like some mental line around. So I'm quite intrigued to see. Turn. Because it was. No, go okay. on. No, go for it. It's all right. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh. Turn one looks scary. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that a turn? Turn two? That's confusing me. Going left, isn't it? it? So it's just like a. Yeah, it's a bit weird. Like a kink? Yeah. Mm. So I'm just trying to get. Because it's called. It was the Asia Dream Cup. Never heard of it in my life. You're still on this, right? Okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of like riders that I've ridden. Hiroki Nakamura has raced it. I've, I have no idea. I'm sorry. But yeah. No. Okay. Oh, Hiroki Akubu and Hiroki Ono have ridden it. But that doesn't really help any of us. And Brad Bender. 
<laughs> yeah, why not? I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, sorry, I don't actually have any names to give you, unfortunately. But, Lauren, MotoGP poll, please. Um, I wasn't expected spot. to be thrown under the bus like that. Um, Unlucky. Well, as Tommy Tommy Brywell said, always expect it. True. And you can't Whoa. be crashed. Yeah. See. Yeah. True. Um. Okay. I think it will be. Oh, it's not who I think it's going to be. Um. That's the problem. What? Bezeki. <laughs> I don't think I've got a pull right this year. I'll check. Do you want me to check? That's what I mean. Like, whoever I say it's going to be, Let's it's check. not going to be. Oh, you got Messia at uh, America. Wow. One one person. Oh, I'm just trying to find... Oh, um, you got Bang Naya at Mugello. That and brave prediction. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I really thought out of the box for that one. Oh. A Costage Sashin ring as well. Again, bold. Yeah, but then you got yeah you got Catalonia and um, with Dixon and then uh, Bang Naya as well. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you've done all right. Never mind. I take it back. Yeah. Well, then there you go. Marco Bezzecchi. I've gone with Jorge Martin because, you know, pole hound. Cameron, please. Well, I was going to just say Martin, but let's just keep things interesting, shall we? Bender. Uh, like that was that was maybe going to be my second choice, but he's not much of a pole guy, is he? Is he? No. Um, I might just get wild, you know, just get like a little bit of a, you know, let, let's say something like Marini for a laugh. Yeah, let's do that'd it. be sick. Let's go Marini. I like that. Yeah, nice. Cameron's got points to burn at this point. So <laughs> really You're just taking the piss, really. now, yeah. 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 <laughs> Can't wait till the showdown happens next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's going back to zero, and I'm counting <laughs> up your your podium positions. You get one point for each one. If you get up for the races, does that count? Uh, yeah, Extra you get points? five thousand points for that. Brilliant, yeah. brilliant. Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, watch me. <laughs> oh yeah. All right, Lauren Fine. for sprint winner, please. Um, Jorge Martin. Nice. I've got Bang Naya. Cameron. Brad. Brad Binder. <laughs> Brad. Okay. He is throwing points away, isn't he? Um, <gasps> oh, wow. I'm telling Brad. That's oh, rude. Yeah. <laughs> he has won rude and multiple sprints this year, I'll have you know. He has. You are right. I know. Good point. I'm going to be nice then. Um, Lauren, third place, please. I'll, you'll see in a minute. What? <laughs> Just, just tell me who your third place is, please. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't thought about it. Um, oh my god! I want it to be exciting, but then at the same time, what is exciting at this point? Mm, Not a lot. Smurgy P. Fabio Digi would be quite exciting. Ralph Fernandez, by the way, is doing really well. Yeah. Very impressed with him. There you go. Ralph Fernandez third. Sorted. No. That's exciting. You put it down then. Yeah, I'm going to edit no. this podcast so that that's your prediction. <laughs> oh, great, thanks. <laughs> uh, oh, Miguel Oliveira. I was thinking that because he likes a new track. He does, he does. He's good at a new track. Yep. Well, I've been nice and I've gone Brad Binder. Um, that's why I'm being nice to Brad. So he's gone third for me. Cameron, please, for third. 
third. Oh, hmm. Let's have Paco third. Hmm. Interesting. That's if he gets his blooming visa, innit? Yeah, well. Hmm. Lauren, are you ready for second place? <laughs> um, not really. Oh my god. You know, it would be <laughs> fun because Mark Marquez is also really good. You've been you read that Donna article, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not that crazy. So mm. I'm gonna go for um Alish. Nice. Okay. Okay, second place I've gone with Jorge Martin. And Cameron, please. Can I have This is a right-hand track, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mark Marquez. I was gonna say Alex Marquez. <laughs> oh. Yeah, let's yeah, lock it in, baby. Let's go. Alex Marquez. Yeah. I put A Marquez so you can have a pick of the base. <laughs> <laughs> Just A Marquez. Just A Marquez. <laughs> yeah. I've got A Spargo, but that doesn't. Yeah, that works as well. Any Spargo. Yeah. Paul Spargo's going to win it. No, he's going to come second. True. Lauren, for win, please. Oh, hey, Martin. Oh, okay, nice. And Cameron, please. Yeah, Martin, please. Oh, I've gone by Naya. Interesting. I just want to keep the championship mm. interesting. Yeah, yeah, me too. But this is the thing, like, I'm like, oh, I want it to be interesting, but I'm also like, I want points. But no one's it's, ridden it's, round here. No. Which I have said now a million times, but like... Yeah, take a shot every time Lauren says that. <laughs> You'll all be dead. <laughs> <laughs> shot of absinthe. <laughs> I don't know. It's interesting. I just, I'm willing something interesting to happen. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, because I thought when Bang Naira had that Catalonia incident, I was like, that's it. Surely. I don't think he'd race That's in Mizano. Yeah. yeah. No, either did I. He was an absolute hero to finish third, to be fair. Apparently, Brad Binder said that Danny Pedroza was only at 80% at Mizano. Oh, you could tell? <laughs> I'm not joking. So if he was at 80%, he could have blooming won no, the thing. No, you could tell he didn't want to get involved. Yeah. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Which is Which makes... fair, because you're like, I don't want to get involved mm. in a championship that had nothing to do with me, but also... Just do God, it. I love that man. Yeah. Mm. Makes me very excited for Alvaro Bautista as Sepang, though. Feel like we'll be underwhelmed compared to Danny. I don't know, he's on the best bike, though, isn't he? He m would strike me as a person who wouldn't care that there's a championship going on. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. He'll, he'll send it. Yeah. He would not care. So if he's like, up there, I, I feel like he will go, well, I want to be on the podium, whereas Danny Bedros is going, look, it's not my place to get involved here. Yeah. Especially if he's a World Superbike champion as well, our, our Bautista, that is. At that point, he's like, mm, why not? I'm already a champion in my own series. Side quests, yeah. And, yeah. you know, the last wildcard victory was Troy Bayless, 2006, Valencia. Why not right, get some... Heroics and put your name back in that history books. Yeah. And that's more impossible now than mm. back in 2006, I would say. Yeah. 
even on that 2006 Ducati. Mm, Because he's 38 is Bautista. So to come in and potentially win a MotoGP race would be nuts. Nah, he's he's not going to do it. He'll do well. Yeah. Top 10. Top 5 would be good. Well, well, no, Danny's done it. Mm, And he he definitely made a comment about it too. So I think he will have been watching that very closely to see how Danny did. Yeah, because Bautista said that it feels good that Danny could do that because it just shows riders their time still can make the difference. Yeah. My controversial point on last week's pod of Axel, I said that Danny Pedrosa doing this well proves that riders of the current generation aren't as good as they were when Danny and a lot of riding around? Um, no. Like, I think a peak... Like, Danny Pedrosa back in 2012 would swipe the floor with everyone I at the moment. I think that Danny Pedrosa was one of the special ones, though. Yeah, I think those top four were more talented. Like, you know, your Stoner, your Rossi, your yeah, Lorenzo, but I would, your Danny. I would put Pedrosa in that category... And yeah, no offense, but to a lot of people on the grid now, those what four or five riders would be like prime would be. I would wipe the floor with them. Yeah. I think that's why Mark Marquez dominated in twenty nineteen because he was also one of the aliens. Yeah. we don't have an alien at the minute. No, we don't. That's I think like all it is. yeah, the top four back then would be the top four again today. If yeah. It, you know. I think so. But look how far off everyone else was. That's the thing. Mm. I think but the, the quality. Were yeah. Different. Yeah. I th- I think the quality as a whole has improved. I think the yeah. twenty two riders that are lined up on the grid, as a whole, are much better than what we had ten years ago. But yeah. Yeah. there's no individual superstar. No, like I think ten years ago, put any ride on that current MotoGP grid. Back 10 years ago, they'd finish fifth in the championship, I think. They'd have a hard time cracking that top four, but I think they'd easy, easily get fifth. Even Fabio Digia could probably finish fifth overall in that championship. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. But then the, the top four aliens, are just, like Danny Pedroza proved it, that the level they've got is far superior to anyone we've got at the moment. You know, the only one that's really anywhere near to it was Mark Marquez, and he's on a bike that has no rear grip and stuff like that, you know. But when you think about the, you know, Valentino Rossi, Jorge Lorenzo, Danny Pedrosa's in that mix. I know he didn't win a championship, mm. but you think back to that time, Danny Pedrosa is one of the first names that comes to your mind. Yeah. So that's all what, you need to know. 31 wins. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's just unlucky. He's yeah, no, he's unbelievable. Stand by. It was always one of my favourites. Well, he got, what was it, 330 points in 2012 when he lost the championship to Lorenzo. 330 points would win you a championship nearly every year. Yeah. It's obscene he how many unlucky. points he got. The year that he broke yeah. his collarbone and all. And... Yeah, and Hector Barbera screwed his race up at Mazzano. Yeah. Then a young um, Mark Marquez comes along. And goes, ha-ha, I'm going to just yes. wipe the floor. Ruin any hopes yeah. or dreams you've got. Yeah, <laughs> but even then, it, the was, bike as well. it was silly things that ended his championship, like injury yeah. and just, yeah. Yeah, just lovely to see him back there, and then he was back racing cars the other weekend, just <laughs> yeah, gone. Yeah, uh, doing the European GT2 Championship and the KTM Expo with Rantina Rossi was also racing in a different category in GT3 for BMW. How they I grow wanna, up? Yeah, mm. I want to know how Valentino Rossi gets around the place 
in Mizano. Yeah. I bet it's maybe on a scooter. Well, yeah, he is yeah. on a scooter. I did see him on a scooter, but I only seen him pop up every so often. Yeah. I think probably with a nice little mask on or whatever, because he would get mobbed. Yeah. No, I kid you. He was in the paddock at one point, like was where he? the Moodle 2 and Moodle 3 guys are. And I was mm. walking and he came flying up past me on a scooter and I was like, what the f-? Like, that's Valentino Rossi. And then the only <laughs> other times I seen him, he was on the service roads, but I never managed to catch mm. him on the service roads. But I'm like, he just well, popped up bit. here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. I'm like, how are you getting about here without getting tunnels? Absolutely murked, yeah. Yeah. Weird. Know. Just stop. Well, you've got millions like he has. I guess you can afford some little sneaky tricks. Someone says there must be a complete tunnel, like underground tunnel to Tavillia. A Rossi tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that. Mm. Yeah, that'd be a nice little conspiracy, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, he's got the keys now, so maybe that's what it is. Yeah, he does. He does. You're right. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I think that's good. Are we rambling now? Sorry, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> I think we have been tonight. for a while now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm, I think that's a good place to end it anyway. Um, congratulations to the Yacht Yamaha squad of Carol Haneke, Marvin Fritz, and Nico Kalanipa, and the fourth rider, Robin Mulhauser, for winning the World Endurance Championship as well. Congrats. It was also Sylvain Guintoli's last race on a, on a Suzuki. Mm, I saw that. He's rumoured to be going to the BMW World Superbike team as a test rider. Maybe there's an eye in there for a MotoGP team. Ooh. I'm just going to leave you with that. They're, they're but, trying to start to muscle their way in BMW, aren't mm. they? Oh, yeah. Throw their weight around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. <laughs> but anyway. Yes, I think... That's all we've got time for anyway. I hope you've enjoyed listening to the podcast and we're back next week. A very tired one next week after India, but hopefully No, we'll let's ahead. record it at midday. Oh my on God. On Sunday. Straight uh, <laughs> after the race. Oh, great. Good night. How about no? Good night. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>